Ladies and gentlemen, Jody Mayo here, and uh, I am in downtown London right now, and it was such a beautiful day. I am recording this on the spot. The people around me are absolutely beautiful, taking some photographs. Oh, look at that. that what a beautiful scene. Look at people. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy to see me here. The American has arrived in the UK. No, I'm so sorry. No, no. I will delete that photo. My, my apologies. No, no. Do, do not. Stop. Stop. Do, don't get mad. I will delete the photo. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually lying to you because right now I am still in Boston, Massachusetts. These are all sound effects. And you're listening to the Inside Street Photography Podcast. Today is July 17th. 2023 and i welcome you i'll be right back like we always do let's listen to the music just for a few seconds Ladies and gentlemen, how are you again? My name is Jody Mayo and I come to you from Boston today. Uh, Boston, actually Boston for the last few weeks has been soupy, hot, humid. It's been nasty, nasty weather. We barely get any good days to do any photography. It's all wet and humid here. So if you're coming to visit us, good luck. Uh, but in any event, uh, I wanted to reach out to you and say hello and uh, still say thank you. I have not been publishing for the last month and a half. Yet the podcast keeps growing, and I cannot thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today, what are we going to talk about? First and foremost, I want to say uh, I've been working on myself. I've, I've lost quite a bit of weight. I've been exercising. I've been on my bike. I've been hiking. I've been walking. I've been lifting. I've been doing all the right things to get myself in a good frame of mind. Uh, as I talked about on my last podcast, um, that mental and physical unity is really, really important to get our goals in place. And uh, that's what I've been doing. So one of the reasons for not being around is I've allowed myself the time to just get into that zone and not be distracted by other things. That doesn't mean that I haven't been thinking and planning and writing and uh, all that good stuff, but I just wanted to say I'm sorry, uh, but there was a reason behind it all, and I would love to delve into uh, some of the things that I went through this last few months in more detail, but not today, because today we are going to talk about my upcoming trip to Europe. I'm leaving at the beginning of October. It is a gift to my daughter. Uh, My daughter graduated university. She graduated college. And uh, I promised her a few years ago that uh, upon her graduation, uh, we would uh, go to Europe for as close as we could to a month as possible. And that's what we have. We're leaving October 4th and we're not coming back till the end of October. So extremely happy about this. I get to hang out with my daughter. I'm so proud of her. She graduated top of her class, double major psychology and uh, criminal justice. And so incredibly proud of her. And she gets a chance to uh, return to Italy. She was there when she was... Uh, two and a half years old. So she has very, very faint memories. Um, but it's a wonderful thing because I get to share with her my, my heritage, the place where I grew up, the place I went to school, and the, and the people that grew up around me. Uh, but not just Italy. So let me tell you, we're leaving Boston on the 4th and we're landing in uh, in London. We're going to be in London for four days. Super excited. We got a hotel right in Piccadilly Circus. And uh, that that makes me really excited because it's such such great energy. I told her it's kind of like the, uh, is it fair to say it's like the Times Square of, of um, 
of, uh, of London. I forget where I just was. And uh, so we're, we're going to be hanging around looking at all the sights and sounds. And, you know, obviously I'll have my camera with me. Uh, but it's interesting because blending family with photography is going to be a challenge. Now I'm going there first and foremost for her. This is about us spending time together. She does know I love photography and I'm sure she'll be busy herself taking photos on her iPhone. She actually asked me, should I be getting a, uh, a nicer camera? Uh, and I said, well, it's it's up to you. If it's something you want to keep doing, uh, by all means, we can look into something like that. But otherwise, you might find that uh, just simply taking photos on your iPhone might might suffice. And, um, uh, it, you know, the other part of it, too, is how does one approach, uh, approach it in a very minimalist kind of way? Really, really important because we're going to be gone for over three weeks. We don't want to have too much on us. So, you know, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about pr bringing just two pair of jeans, a few shirts, you know, underwear, socks. Uh, that time of year can be, it can be really warm. It can be really hot. It could be very rainy. You just don't know, but we're, we're going to talk about that right now. Uh, so let me finish my itinerary. So we, we land in, uh, in London. Then from London, we're flying to Nice where we're going to stay with my my girlfriend's brother for a few days. And then um, once we're in Nice, my uncle who lives in, in Toscana, in Tuscany, in Italy, uh, he's either going to drive over to Nice, which I believe is three and a half, four hours with the car. He said he's totally okay with picking us up. Or we could just simply take a train to Genova. Genova is the, the place, the birthplace of jeans, by the way. Yes, Levi's jeans. And, uh, and then from that point, we're going to be traveling down the coast, basically the um, the coast of Liguria. Liguria is that little thin um, region that connects France to Italy. And uh, then we're going to be staying in Tuscany for a few days. Uh, and uh, hopefully, 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 I will be meeting Luca Parizzi, who lives in Piacenza, in, in Emilia-Romagna, a region in Italy. Uh, he is my uh, sort of co-host and uh, my my Italian inside street photography buddy, and uh, so it would be it would be truly a, a dream to, to see him and meet him and shake hands and, and spend some time with him. Uh, and then from Tuscany, obviously we're going to be in Florence. We're going to go to Pisa to see the Leaning Tower. Pisa, I'm sure my daughter's going to get a kick out of that. Uh, and then from there, we're taking we're leaving downtown Florence. We're going to hop on. Uh, it's called La Freccia Rossa, which is a super fast train. I think it goes. I forget, 180 miles an hour, whatever that is in, in kilometers. And we're going to arrive at Fiumicino in Rome at the airport where I will get my rental car. And then from that point, I hop in the rental car with my daughter and we head to Sulmona in Abruzzo, the place where I was, uh, where I spent my formative years, where I went to school, where I have friends and family. It's my second life there. Cannot wait. It's an opportunity for my daughter to go back now as a woman, as a 22-year-old woman, and uh, and get a chance to understand who her father is um, through her, her own eyes, interpreting the geography, the people, and it gives me a chance to show her so many things that really make me happy. She is a lover of, of mountains and nature and, and animals and cows and sheep, and this is going to be a beautiful place uh, to spend some time with her. And then from Abruzzo, Abruzzo is a very centrally located region. It's smack dab in the middle of Italy. So we will be very close to uh, being able to go to Naples. And I, I am dying out of all, I think out of all the places uh, that we'll be visiting, I think Naples is the one that intrigues me the most. 
and uh, we'll have the Amalfi Coast is the island of Capri. Uh, people say Capri all the time. It's not Capri. It's it's Capri. Just to let you know, um, Sorrento. All those beautiful places are nearby, and uh, and then who knows? Maybe we'll go. Uh, I don't know somewhere else. We'll have to figure it out, and it's all going to be be based on the weather. I'm not a big planner. I really need to be there and see what's going on and uh, what stimulates me at any given moment. And I told my daughter that. Let's let's get there. And then based on the weather, we can move around as we see fit. Once we're in Abruzzo, we'll actually have a car. And at that point, we could say, hey, you know what? It, it's a really uh, nasty, rainy day in uh, in Abruzzo. And you know what? Uh, down by the, the area in Naples and uh, in Amalfi, it's beautiful. It's only two and a half, three hour ride. And we can just take off early in the morning and spend some time there. Then, when we return, we drive back to Rome, we hop on a plane, and we land in Parigi, in in Paris, in Paris, and we're staying overnight, and uh, and then we're coming back to Boston at the end of of October. So it should be a wonderful opportunity for us to spend time together, uh, to share so much of my life with her, things that I've talked about to her uh, since she was a little kid. And uh, it also gives me an opportunity to uh, uh, to meet people from different parts of Europe. Uh, it's a chance for me to, you know, use my camera and just keep clicking away and taking photographs and uh, uh, and do what we love doing, right? Capturing the world, capturing those moments, those uh, ephemeral, fleeting moments that that at the end of the day mean something. Once it's on on the camera and you process it and you publish it, whether it's on Instagram or whether you print it and put it on the wall or or you post it on Facebook, whatever the case is, I think people appreciate that and I cannot wait to do that. You know, there's, um, I will have to say that, you know, there's a certain volatility with things all around the world now, and particularly, you know, I remember I booked the flight to to come home through Paris and then, you know, there were those unfortunate events with the with the teenager who was killed in, uh, uh, I believe it was in the outskirts of Paris or in Paris and there was that rioting that went on and those things worry you, it, you know, they do. Particularly if I'm if I'm with my child, um, you know, I had some time to think about this, and I said, "Goodness, um, if I were on my own." And I know that I posed this question before on Instagram, and, and you know, people had you know mixed feelings about what I was asking and and what my thoughts were. But I always, for one reason or another, I, I always think I always think of of war photographers or, or photojournalists who are really out in these situations that are very dangerous. And given how volatile the world is, you can be in any city at any given time and something really bad happens. And this is what was going through my mind. I said, goodness, if I had my camera on me, which obviously I'm gonna have my camera on me, uh, let's put my daughter aside for the moment. Would I have the cojones, if you know what I mean, would I have the courage to stay in the middle of the streets while all this stuff was going on and documenting? You know, I really think about this, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can say yes or no. I guess it all depends on the, on the moment. I did find myself in Boston years ago, and I explained this to you. You know, during the George Floyd riots, you know, there were there were military police everywhere, and it was kind of dangerous turning corner to corner. But I felt this adrenaline in me that just kept me going. I was afraid, but I kept going. I would see these characters that really instilled a lot of fear in me. 
and I would still keep clicking the camera and taking photos and doing all that. So uh, I think about this stuff, but ultimately, you know, going back to the the fact that this is a, a family trip first and foremost, uh, I do worry about my daughter, but not to the point where it disrupts anything. But I don't know how you feel about that. And oh, I want to let you know, I actually officially have a uh, a real email now. Before I used to tell you, you know, you can email me at uh, InsideStreetPhotography at gmail.com. But no, now you can email me at Joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. So if you have any questions, any concerns, any suggestions, whatever the case might be, I'm here for you. Uh, I need to apologize. I have a few people on my list that I promised I would have you on the show and it hasn't happened yet. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like I said, I took some time to sort of realign things. And, uh, you know, here, here I am. I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm going to be reaching out to you. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know who you are. I'll be sending you a message via Instagram, Facebook, email, however we contacted each other. And, uh, and we'll continue the conversation because I would love to have you on the show. I believe we have, there was a gentleman from Bulgaria. There's a gentleman from Belgium. There's a gentleman from New York City. Um, uh, there's a gentleman from the UK. So we have a lot of interesting stuff. And ultimately, this is what I love doing. I love interviewing people as much as I enjoy speaking and chatting and recording as I am doing right now. Uh, the beauty of this uh, of this project, of this podcast, is really sharing the vision, the thoughts, the ideas uh, of all you folks around the world that love to carry a camera and uh, do this thing called street photography. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, in any event, going back to this uh, thought of uh, you know trying to keep things very minimalist, uh, you know, we decided. You know, obviously, my my daughter, she's you know she's a 22 year old woman to a certain extent. You know, she has to carry certain things with her uh, so that she can deal with the day to day and all that. So I said, yeah, let's go ahead and let's just have a nice b- backpack, and then we'll bring just a little roller. You know, one that you can just put in your uh, compartment above your seat. That way we don't have to worry about checking in or anything like that. So I think that me personally, one of the challenges that I'm having is that as I progress with this project, not only am I doing street photography, but I'm I'm really interested in shooting video and documenting things beyond just doing the street photography. The problem is, is that when you do that, it takes away from the moment of just purely doing street. So it's one thing to show up and say, hey, I got my camera in hand. I'm just going to do photography. Part of me is saying, goodness, I'm going to be in in London. I'm going to be in Nice in southern France. I'm going to be in Paris. I will be visiting Florence in Pisa, in Rome, in Naples. And uh, there's a part of me that really wants to document what I'm doing, my thoughts, my feelings and all that. So I could record audio with a portable recorder. Uh, but what really intrigues me is the video portion of things. But once you introduce that, that minimalist kit starts to grow a bit because suddenly, you know, I have my, uh, I have two Sonys. I have an A7C that I use for video. And then I have my A7R5, um, which I use for photography, but, but it's a hybrid camera. This is the problem now. I do not want to bring a lot of lenses with me. I've sort of fallen in love with doing photography with my 50 milliliter, milliliter. <laughs> It's an underwater lens with my 50 millimeter lens. And I have another 24 millimeter lens that I love using as well. Uh, so what I was thinking is I would keep the 50 mil on my uh, my Sony a7 5 and I would keep the 24 millimeter lens on my a7C, which is going to be my filming camera. 
but it's always difficult to break those two apart. You're either doing photography or you're doing video. The other option is to have one of those little portable um, action cameras. Never really cared for the quality of those, but it just might have to be something that's a little bit less quality, low fidelity, whatever you want to call it, just to be able to capture the moment and uh, and be able to publish it on YouTube and uh, uh, even maybe do a video podcast, whatever the, whatever the case might be. So these are the challenges. So I decided I'm bringing my backpack. I, I have a, a backpack that I absolutely love. I bought it when I went to Italy last year and it just, it works perfectly. For as long as I can keep my gear in there, and you know, the other part of it too is, do I bring my laptop with me? You know, do I really worry about bringing my laptop when I get there? I should just be worried about taking photos, shooting videos, and then dealing with the processing when I get back. The only problem: twenty-four days in Europe, th- those SD cards are going to fill up fast, particularly with the video. So, part of me wants to bring my laptop, my fourteen-inch MacBook Pro along with my four gigabyte uh, SSD card, um, uh, SSD drive rather, uh, so that I can start offloading things, you know, get home at night and just sit down, particularly when I'm in Abruzzo, things are going to be much more relaxed there. You know, I'm probably going to be a little bit more fast paced from, you know, London to Nice, Nice to Florence and all that. But once we get in Abruzzo, uh, you know, when the the evening comes around, things quiet down and I'll have some time just to unwind and, you know, go for a walk, but then come home. I'm not much of a sleeper. I like to get on my computer and and start processing this stuff, or at least sorting through it, if you understand what I mean. Uh, Again, without without taking any time away from my daughter. Uh, So again, I'm curious to know how you feel about this. You know, if if you're able to reach out to me, joe at insidestreetphotography.com, I would uh, be very thankful to know how you feel, what you think, because I can use this information uh, for for the next podcast. I would love it to be able to say, you know, Jim from wherever said this, and this is how they go about their, uh, uh, how, how they go about packing for, for a, uh, a fairly long trip. And, uh, and, and, that, and, and that's that. What do, you, what do you do? You know? And then as far as clothes go, I, um, two years ago, I bought a, a phenomenal pair of Echo shoes. They're actually sneakers. They're totally waterproof. They're still in excellent condition. I just have to get some new soles for them. And it turns out to be sort of that that one shoe that I can wear for everything. And then beyond that, honestly, like two pair of jeans, a bunch of shirts. As far as the jacket goes, I might as well just bring a, uh, a rain jacket just in case, a hat. You know, and I told my daughter, listen, if anything happens where we just need more, we can buy it there. I mean, the world is, it's a, it's a global market. Whatever you find here, you find there. So we'll keep it really simple. Bring the absolute uh, minimal that you can. Um, You know, but going back to the video thing, you know, I also have a gimbal that I like to use and the gimbal takes up space and the gimbal makes things heavy. Uh, The only good thing is that if I minimize how how much I bring for clothes, I can put the extra stuff in my carry-on and then when I'm actually on the road, you know, uh, meaning on the streets, um, I have uh, I have this um, this bag that goes around my waist that I absolutely love and that there I can keep one or two cameras and just, you know, some cleaning stuff and SD cards and some extra batteries and I can leave the rest of the stuff at home and, and that's it, you know, and then you start saying, goodness, do... Uh, do I leave my laptop in the hotel room? Do I leave my other cameras in the hotel room? What do I do? So as you can see, it's not that easy, but I do know one thing, the more you do this, the better you get at it. And as much as I would love to bring my zoom lens, I'm going to be in Abruzzo, which is one of the greenest and most beautiful areas in Italy. 
And for me to bring my Sony, you know, 200 millimeter lens to do some up close stuff, there's uh, deer and there's um, uh, wild boar and there's eagles. It's just, it's a beautiful place to do nature photography, but I, I need to pick my battles, you know, and say, listen, I'm going just with two lenses, two cameras, one gimbal, and that's it. And five batteries and a battery charger and cleaning stuff just in case you never know you might get some dust on the uh on the sensor you don't want to do that but anyways i'm going to leave it at that i hope you like the i'm going to start adding more production quality to the podcast it's going to take some time ultimately like i said i think you you've all gotten a sense that i'm the kind of guy that really likes to just fire up the microphone and just and just talk uh but it would be nice to have things a little bit more segmented and and have that sort of style where you hear a lot of uh um, sound effects to, to kind of bring you into the mood. You know, if, we're gonna, if I'm going to take you into the mountains, you know, we can hear a nice, uh, the sound of, uh, of ear swooshing and maybe the sound of a cow and uh, not, uh, not angry people in the background. You know what I'm saying? What else do I have here for uh, sound effects? Do I have anything else? See, that's a train station. That's when you feel bad. Now, if you feel bad for me, I just have the, uh, and that's it. But anyways, we're going to learn as we go along and I love learning about technology, but it can also get in the way of just getting things done and getting them done simply. So, uh, thank you for listening and thank you. Uh, please forgive me for not having been around, uh, for a little while, but, uh, I am so thankful to each and every one of you. And I look forward to recording another show very soon, but most importantly, uh, reaching out to all of you who have expressed interest in being on the podcast, very, very important. One, uh, one uh, particularly important person is Luca Parizzi, who, well, you're all important, but Luca started Inside Street Photography Italia. He's basically uh, representing my brand in Italy, and I'm so incredibly happy about that. So we're going to have him back on the show so we can explain what we're doing, how we're doing it, and the vision behind that project. And then beyond that, I have other people to call and uh, we'll get the ball uh, rolling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jody Mayo. And please, please reach out to me, joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. Let me know you listen to this podcast. Let me know you acknowledge that I have this new email address. Send me a message. Even if you just say hello, it will absolutely make my day. You do not understand how incredibly excited that makes me. And, uh, you know, I'll do a little bit of a business plug. If anybody is in the Boston area and you want somebody to go around with and somebody to take you on a, on a tour, I know the city very well. I went to school here, I went to high school and I went to university in Boston. I know it really well. I remember the old Boston. I know the new Boston. If anybody's looking for private guides, whatever the case is, or if you're just getting into street photography, you want to learn in Boston, just send me a message, joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. We can talk about uh, setting up some sort of price uh, structure, and uh, that's part of what I want to do, and that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am done. Until next time, thank you, and I'll be back. Bye-bye.